Uh, Renee Kerrigan's here. She is our friend from the Peoria Riverfront Museum for many, many years, uh, wearing the hat of curator curator of science today. Hi, Renee. Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, insects and critters. And Zach Zetterberg's here. He is the curator of critters uh, today. And I just made that up. Curator of art. Is that right? Curator of, yeah, yeah. of science. You're also affiliated with the decoy program there that you guys have, right? I am. I am. Uh, good to see you, sir. All right, Renee, I'll start with you. Why are we talking about insects with you? We normally talk about stars and pretty things. Right. So uh, as your listeners know, I'm the planetarium director at the museum, but I'm also the curator of science. So I make our science-related exhibits and help teach about all sorts of science topics. And we have a large collection in the Peoria Riverfront Museum collection of insects. And we on have, purpose? Yes. You did this on purpose. They didn't just come in and then you decided to right. make a, a, a display. No. Okay. A no, living display. Right. Yeah. No. I, I've had displays at my house over oh, the years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are... Uh, nicely preserved insects in these uh, archival boxes. And in fact, they're some of the earliest gifts given to Lakeview Museum of Arts and Sciences to help found our collection no back kidding. in 1964 from members of the uh, Peoria Academy of Science who gave us wow. a start to our natural history collection. So we have about 150 cases of insects. And within those cases, there's you know many individual specimens. So we probably have about 5,000 preserved insects in our collection. And, and how do, do I as a visitor, how do I interact with this? What am I looking at? Well, we've paired them with these beautiful, large ph- photographs of insects from uh, British macro photographer Levon Biss. So really big, beautiful, high-resolution images of of insects and then all these preserved insects and cases so you as a visitor hopefully you'll come you'll uh, take a closer look at some of these creatures you know there's often a a feeling of fear related to insects but they're very beautiful if you if you look more carefully and these are uh, not going to hurt you they're not going to fly at you or sting you um so it's a very safe way to inspect them i'm only going to do this because i trust you because my face wants to do this. My face wants to do that. I, well, yes. I don't know if I want to look at that. When she was talking about how these beautiful yeah. Yeah. photographs, yeah. and I go, I was telling Greg earlier, when you see bugs magnified, mag- they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound cool. When you, I have a question for both of you guys. Uh, uh, did, when you were a kid, did you ever do the, the bug? You had to get bugs. And you would pin them to a right. board. Yeah, yeah. So I that's have a what this is. It is. Okay. It's uh, people who are locally who work insect collectors. Yeah, yeah. And they co- some of them are collected locally, but some of them are more exotic that they would purchase that's from cool. uh, far off places. Yeah, I did that with butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. But then I common. realized these are beautiful, and I'm pinning them. I know. I know. It was kind of sad. Yeah. All right. So so uh, this opens soon. We'll get to all those details in a second. But I want to go to you, Zach, and talk about critters. Uh, you're the critter guy. I'm you're... the critter guy. What what is what is considered a critter? Yeah. Well, normally the duck guy. So now I'm. I'm yeah, I know. I like guy. how you're Moving branching on. out. You're yeah, branching I'm out. Branching out. <laughs> you gotta... So critter really. I mean, it's just animals, any animal. Any yeah, animals. Yeah. So it really opens up the scope of what I was able to uh, bring into the gallery because we've got uh, through my involvement with with decoys and folk art because there's a lot of of animal representation in folk art. Uh, I get involved with a lot of collectors have great critters like give me an example well we have uh in the show we've got uh a couple pieces by pioneering taxidermist and museum diorama artist lewis paul jonas so we have a herd of elephants and a full-scale rhinoceros head 
No kidding. Yeah, and so he was uh, part of a team of two that uh, constructed the full-size elephant diorama at the American Museum of Natural History. Wow. And we have uh, a good relationship with that museum, and that's who will we we will be bringing the show Sharks to the museum with them. in the yeah. summer through that museum. Greg has some great secondhand stories about elephants from our friends in Kenya. Yeah, the Kenya, our friends uh, Veronica and Terry, the, the whole uh, elephant stories in the world are so fascinating about mm-hmm. how smart they are and, and how dangerous they are in the sense that they don't always see humans when they're walking about. And if it's dark out, you got to watch out. They'll step on you because they don't see you. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I'm fascinated by elephants. What yeah. other? Do you have little critters? Do you have critters from around central Illinois? Yeah, we've got critters of uh, many sizes. I mean, most of these are depictions of animals yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Four different mediums of art, so sure. sculpture, painting. Sure. So, yeah, we have uh, uh, a lot of local artists, one being a celebrated animal painter, Ken Hoffman, who's been making uh, critters and suits paintings for most of his career. I've seen those. Yeah. Critters in suits, Danny. <laughs> we should have thought of that years <laughs> yeah, ago. That's right up our alley. Uh, why is folk art... Uh, so often uh, combined with critters. Why, why is that a thing? Hmm. Good question. I think mostly it's, uh, you know, folk art deals with the everyday, right? And um, I think people just see the world around them, what fascinates them, yeah. and they create yeah. these objects. Any fox? Because I remember looking out, I live on a ravine looking out and seeing a fox, and I'm yeah. like, those are such... Unique, beautiful creatures. Beautiful critters. I don't think we have a yeah. fox in the show, mm-hmm. but I will say my uh, my wife told me yesterday she was at Lincoln School, and the whole school could not leave the building because there was a wild coyote on the premises oh somewhere my around the, wow. the building. And we have a coyote in the show. So it, Did they call you? Hey, Zach, we, yeah, we know we you're the critter, critter guy. Down here. We heard you expanded away from ducks. Come yeah, get it. Yeah. Renee, tell me about uh, when this uh, launches. It launches tomorrow, right? These two exhibitions are two separate exhibits. Uh, exhibits, but they share gallery space, and they both open tomorrow uh, to the public. And there's a lot for all ages. So with the insects, there's we also have some living insects uh, safely in tanks uh, that you can see, uh, some microscopes that you can look up close, as well as uh, lots who, who, of. Who are insects. the living ones? Who are the, uh, uh, we have some aquatic beetles um, and a desert tank with some beetles and we're growing some goliath beetles but they're still in their larvae stage can you tell them about the more about the goliath well the goliath beetles are the largest beetle on the planet and so the well the larva itself is very large, and my uh, boss, John Morris, said that it reminded him of a bratwurst sausage. That's uh, wow. pretty evocative. Oh, that <laughs> is very evocative. <laughs> but they, we can't have them in the gallery until they are adults, so they have to hatch, and so we're waiting That's on... That's exciting. Yes, waiting on nature to happen. Um, can you come up with fun stats like there are more? There is our many bugs in the U.S. as there is stars in the Milky Way galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, so I don't know really. if that's... It, so but there are an amazing... When you look at the numbers of insects. Insects are by far the most numerous uh, type of animal on the planet. They far outnumber uh, mammals. They far, far outnumber humans. Um, And so that was part of my interest in putting this show together. And whenever you see something like a, a, a 
a town that's somehow abandoned or is damaged and people just leave. The insects are right there. Right. I mean, that, they, they just find their way. They, they are the way. ultimate yeah. survivors. Yeah. They have been on the planet longer than most types of life, and they will be here. And Greg, cool. yeah. in some parts of the world, they're a delicacy. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, totally unrelated to insects and critters, which opens tomorrow at the Peoria Riverfront Museum. Go to peoriariverfrontmuseum.org. Please, I saw your post the other day, and I don't want to miss this. Uh, there's an eclipse coming. That's right. In, yes. Is it in June or Huge not? Huge one. No, no. This is April 8th, oh, April. 2024. Okay. I'm sure that I'll be able to come back and talk okay. to you more about that. But yes, everyone listening, if you haven't made plans to travel to the path of totality, make your plans now. It's not April far away. 8th. It's a Monday, and the path is fairly close to us. You could drive towards Indianapolis, you could drive down towards Southern Illinois. So, th- a three to five hour drive, and you'll get to the path of totality. We're always great. Greg, just outside the path of totality. You and I have been for 18 and a half years, yeah. Danny. It's good to see you, Renee. Good to see you, Zach. Good Thanks to, see you to everybody for supporting the Peoria Riverfront Museum. Again, the website is peoriariverfrontmuseum.org for all the info.